Welcome to Support Heroes by Kaizo, the number one source of customer support insights in the world of audio. I'm your host, Sebastian. Each week on the show, we'll be having insightful conversations with customer support professionals from some of the most well-known and exciting companies around the world. If you're looking to forward your career in customer support, this is the place to learn from those who have succeeded in doing exactly that. Our superstar guests are at the ready to provide you the lessons they learned from many years on the front line of customer support. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy yet another episode of Support Heroes by Kaizo. Welcome, friends, to the ninth episode of Support Heroes by Kaizo. This week, we have something a little bit different, something to pass the time amidst family arguments, either in person or over Zoom, caused by gatherings over Christmas or the holidays. What we wanted to do is provide some of our favorite resources from the year. Three reports, three articles, three content creators, some intellectually stimulating content to pass the time over the course of a maybe somewhat quiet holiday slash Christmas period. But either way, we hope that these things are enjoyable and that all of you have a wonderful Christmas, a wonderful holiday season, and that you're looking forward to 2021. Next week, we'll be sharing some somewhat of a review of the prior year, uh, gathering some feedback that we got from our peers in the industry, and then also providing some forethoughts, some forewarnings for what's coming in, in 2021. So I look forward to that. But for now, let's get into the V of it. Before I start, let me quickly just say the links to all of these resources will be shared on Kaizo's webpage, Kaizo's LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook page. So if you would like to find direct links to the resources I'm speaking about today, then you can find them there. Um, but otherwise, I'll, I'll tell you the, the title so you can search for them yourselves. Um, but feel free to visit those pages if you want those links. I'm going to start with the reports, the first of which is a survey report from Hiver titled Customer Support Through the Eyes of Consumers in 2020. This year was obviously challenging for all of us in the support industry. So we thought that it'd be interesting to provide you all with some resources to represent the opinions of the customers that we've been serving. This report surveyed 1,000 respondents in the US. So bear that in mind when extrapolating the findings for your own markets. But it was a representative sample consisting of multiple age groups and demographics. So in that regard, it's, it's pretty solid. A nice point to start on, I think, is that 80% of consumers were generally happy with the quality of service that they received from companies during the pandemic, which is great to hear. So we've been doing a pretty decent job overall, uh, at least those in the US have. The other thing that I found quite interesting was that 66% of consumers thought that a company's customer service reputation was a critical factor when making a purchase decision. Now, I'd be interested to see if this was a significant change from opinions on that topic before the pandemic, um, but nonetheless... It's a reminder that, you know, similar to what Sue Morris said in, in our latest episode, but also in some of our other episodes, that customer service can be a differentiating factor in the market and can be a differentiating factor uh, for a brand. So it's good to invest in. And that's something to bring to the table when you're arguing for budget, when you're arguing for resources within your companies. And you're seeing those similar sorts of findings in, in other reports as well. So you, you can go out and find that information for sure. I would say that this isn't particularly surprising, considering the fact that during the pandemic, Consumers are extremely reliant on companies uh, through delivery, through you know, the provision of services in a different space. Um, but nonetheless, I think it's important to remember and to remind ourselves of this fact. And it's nice to have this kind of feeling backed up in numbers. I mean, internal numbers are one thing, but sourcing numbers from the greater industry, I think, will give you like a scope in understanding where you lie in regard to your competitors. And that brings us nicely to the next report that I'd like to present to you, which is a report 
a white paper coming from Zendesk titled How CX Leaders Who Raise Their Game Are Driving Business Success. Now, if you download this report, you'll find out it was done by ESG. So shout out to them. And the research goal was as follows. In today's 24-7 business environment, organizations are under pressure to continuously optimize customer experience. Additionally, our research shows that the current pandemic has further emphasized organizations' need to be responsive to customer desires. 78% of respondents said customer-centric agility has increased in importance as a result of COVID-19. The goal of the research on which ESG and Zendesk recently partnered was to validate whether and what degree organizations that employ more sophisticated approaches to service and support operations are delivering quantifiably better support. The paper as a whole is centered around the idea of customer service slash customer experience champions, that certain companies and departments invest extra time and effort into excelling, and that this extra effort pays dividends. It pays back in very real business terms. Some highlights would be that champions are six times more likely to exceed formal CSAT goals, five times more likely to have had a smooth pivot to remote work, they are three times more likely to have grown their customer base over the last six months, and they are nine times more likely to have significantly grown customer spending over the past six months. So yeah, investing in experience pays dividends, especially when your customer interactions are limited due to a global pandemic. <laughs> Who would have thought it? Right, the next report was released by Natomi, and it's titled Customer Service Benchmark Report of 2020. And this was for retail and consumer goods. Our brothers and sisters on Zendesk will be happy to find out that we were two times more likely than other agent desk software to send a response. Salesforce users, however, outperformed all other agent desk software. However, I would argue that there's a selection bias in this because generally speaking, Salesforce is a enterprise tool. So the larger companies, the more experienced companies employing more experienced people are probably uh, surviving better during the pandemic. Overall, I would say this report represents a rather more bleak outlook. It seems as though uh, retail has not performed as well as many other industries, perhaps because they were more uh, reliant on their high street representatives um, in order to make sales. And I know that a few brands are very reluctant to move to online and delivery services, and that's probably harmed the industry overall. One thing I found very surprising was that only 40% of retailers measure CSAT, which to me is insane. Uh, but in the next episode that we'll be releasing with Monkey Learn in uh, January, we'll be discussing some comments on that very fact. So uh, look out for that. Now onto the articles, the first of which is an article by Intercom, uh, which, by the way, looks beautiful. So you should definitely check it out. Titled The Future of Support, Five Key Trends That Will Shape Customer Care in 2021. Now, I really liked this article, super on point. I think the points were very, very relevant and um, feature a lot of the things that I've been talking to guests on the podcast and other people in the industry about, which is providing good support in the pandemic and, and what we should be striving for. The five things that they note are customer expectations are rising. Technology driven support is a key theme. There is a big shift to proactive support, which is something that we really saw, for example, with our case study with Miro, that chatbots and automation uh, are going to be assisting customers and agents in responding to an increased influx of tickets due to the pandemic. And finally, the business impact and ROI of investing into support and increasing your customer satisfaction amidst others panicking due to the pandemic. Now, these claims are not unsubstantiated. Uh, the article links to a lot of other resources. They use a lot of statistics. So it's definitely well-founded. And like I say, I think this is a really good representation of what people in the industry are really thinking, what's really going on, and what people are gearing towards in order to try and make uh, 2021 a successful year. 
senior editor at Intercom, Courtney Chuang, C-H-U-A-N-G. Did a great job, so credit to her and credit to Intercom for producing this. Uh, Like I say, probably my favorite of all the articles and reports that we presented today. The next article was published in 2018, but updated in 2020, which is why we've included it in this list. The title of which is 30 Customer Retention Strategies Used by Top Companies. Though quite basic at first glance, I think this is a really nice article for anyone looking to improve their strategy in 2021. So this isn't to say that each one of these points is going to be crucially important and useful to everyone, but you might see this as one or two suggestions, additional feathers in your cap, uh, plays in your playbook that you might be able to use in the, the coming year. The article was released on the Nextiva blog and written by Iniv Mazjedi. Now, the final article was written by our very own Christoph Auer-Welsbech, and it was titled Gamification, Boosting Employee Retention in Customer Service. Now, very little shameless promotion happens on this podcast, but honestly, I think that this article represents kind of a less talked about solution to some of the more unpleasant and unsavory aspects of customer support and the fact that we do have a very high attrition rate uh, within our industry. Now, partially that's due to the selection bias of people working in customer support. A lot of people come in, work, you know, their first, second, third job and then move on to something else. But I think that this represents a general shift of companies moving towards treating their employees more similarly to the way that they treat their customers. And by that, I mean investing time and energy into building relationships with their employees in order to retain them and in order to get the most out. And I think that's really what, you know, gamification and what the article really represents. It was published in Customer Experience Magazine only a few days ago on the 16th of December, so do check it out if you're interested. Now, last but not least are the influencers. Um, We've got three very interesting people coming off the tail end of this episode, the first of which is Shep Hyken. Shep is a customer service and customer experience expert. He's a keynote speaker, a New York Times bestselling author. And I appreciate Shep because of his Twitter feed. He shares a lot of interesting information uh, and sources, which really helps me educate myself about different aspects of customer service and what's going on elsewhere in the industry. And something that he put out recently that I appreciated was an appearance that he made on Blake Morgan's Modern Customer Podcast, where he was talking about a book he wrote titled The Convenience Revolution. And in this book, he was essentially talking about really what we spoke about with Sue Morris uh, in the GitHub episode about how if you make things easy for customers, if you go the extra mile, you can build an entire brand out of removing friction and making customers' lives as easy as possible, making their experience as pleasurable as possible. And it's still surprising to me how this is lost on so many people and so many companies because I can't help but look at the way that so many companies treat their customers with solemn disregard for the experience that they're really providing. Um, And I think there's a real lack of human understanding in what the endeavor actually involves. And that podcast represented the alleviation uh, of that issue. The next interesting person I'd like to connect you with is Jeremy Watkin, who posts customer service questions of the day on Twitter. And I feel as though Jeremy answers the questions that agents, team leads, people on the ground, on the front line really would like advice on. You know, the kind of things that if you were having a chat by the coffee machine or by the water machine, you would just ask a colleague, hey, how would you deal with this situation? And with all of us working from home and and being separated and purely working together online, often there aren't these chances to ask one another for these small pieces of advice. 
And I think Jeremy is really fulfilling uh, a gap in all of our lives at the moment in providing these little insights, little tidbits that might help people get along in, in their roles and customer support. So I appreciate Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy, for, for providing us with those insights. And um, I hope you continue to do so. Last but by no means least is Bill Kuiseng, Q-U-I-S-E-N-G. Bill is your number one Twitter resource to improve your customer service, which I kind of have to give to him because nearly every useful piece of content I see or find on Twitter related to customer service, Bill at some point has picked up and reshared on his blog, BillQuizen.com. And there are plenty of people creating original content, doing podcasts, writing books, putting out articles uh, regularly about customer support. But quite often, what is really needed is just to gather useful content together that's already within the ecosystem and provide it to people. Because one human being can't always be the source of truth. So being the funnel for other people's content is actually a really useful thing to do. And that's exactly why I visit Bill's page. If I need things to write about, if I need inspiration, or if I need to educate myself about something, his website, his page is always a good place to start. So that's why we're recommending it today. And that concludes our Christmas Food for Thought. Thank you very much for everyone for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. I hope these resources were useful. Please do check them out. There'll be a post up on Kaizo's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, etc. So you can find the links if you so wish. Have a wonderful day. This podcast is made possible by Kaizo. Kaizo is a performance management platform that helps customer support teams be more productive and engaged. If you're a Zendesk user, go to kaizo.com and book a demo today.